Welcome to The Big Show. Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy Wallington, welcoming you to The Big Show, a star-studded extravaganza sent your way with the best wishes of each and every top name on the show. And here is your hostess for the next half hour, the glamorous, unpredictable... Tallulah Bankhead. Well, darlings, our stars this week are just out of this world, and that's where I wish they were. <laughs> what a crew. The first thing that happened was a violent argument about who was to get the big dressing room. Such petty, childish bickering, and such temperament. But I finally got it. And then they started complaining about the temperature of the theater. George Sanders was cold all day. Groucho Marx was hot all day. I would have preferred it to have been the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we come to the one and only Groucho Marx. Marx, Groucho. Age, it doesn't matter as long as they're good looking. (laughs) Ambition, Peggy Lee. I was born in this city Exactly how long ago isn't important But I always think of this as my hometown New Amsterdam (laughs) Not to be confused with Maury Amsterdam Who can be bought for less than $24 (laughs) Lived here with my three parents My mother, my father, and the border My mother had four sons. This bit was later stolen by Crosby. One of my brothers played the harp, so they called him Chico. One of them played the piano, so they called him Piano. One of them couldn't do anything, so they called me Groucho. The other one was called Pedro. He was born south of that border I was telling you about. I'm following these instructions. Any questions? One question. Who's Barrett and Grant's tomb? I believe I am after that last <laughs> joke. And now I believe we haven't heard yet from George Sanders. May we, Mr. Sanders? Sanders. George. <laughs> Actor, composer, singer, inventor, artist, linguist, pianist. And since this is my seventh appearance on the big show, masochist. <laughs> As a youngster, it was my great desire to study at Heidelberg, which is equivalent here to PS 127. (laughs) Then I wanted to study at Cambridge, which is equivalent to Boys High. But my greatest desire was to study in Paris at the Sorbonne, equivalent here to the Copacabana. (laughs) Came to America first in Conversation Piece, a play written by Noel uh, somebody or other. And then I went to Hollywood, where I appeared in many pictures, all great. But one public acclaim first in a picture called All About um, Somebody or Other, starring Betty Somebody or Other. And finally, wind up on this opus starring that other somebody. Well, that's quite a compliment coming from a nobody. (laughs) And speaking of nobody, we come now to a man with no body. I refer, of course, to the divinely insane Groucho Marx. From his new record album, which he wrote with Harry Ruby, he brings us a beautifully sentimental song titled... There's a place called Omaha, Nebraska. Meredith, as our soloist takes the spotlight, can you give him a hitch to Omaha, Nebraska? Mm-hmm. 
man sat by the fireplace, the fire it was out. It was out because the logs were soaking wet. Were soaking wet. <laughs> he then turned on the heat to warm his tired feet, which, by the way, were also soaking wet. So soaking wet. He then put on his coat and hat and grabbed a nearby cane and turning to the fireplace, these words he did explain. There's a place called Omaha, Nebraska In the foothills of Tennessee My sweetie told me that Someday she'll meet me at The corner of Delancey Street and Avenue B From the shores of California to the rock-bound coast of Maine We'll settle down in Washington, D.C. In the heart of Omaha, Nebraska Where the best things in life are free In the foothills of Tennessee There's a place called Each night when day is done, we watch the setting sun and listen to the mockingbirds sing Mother McCree. When it's snowing in Alaska, where the Swanee River flows, I love you like the honey loves the bee. In the heart of The best things in life are free in the foothills of Tennessee. Roger, I could not have enjoyed that more if I'd understood it. Hey, Tallulah, I want to talk to you. Yes, Groucho? Yes. Well, that's the shortest sales talk I ever had to give. Groucho, if you're asking me to go out with you, I just want you to know that you're the kind I throw back. Well, I am a throwback. <laughs> you're conceited, egotistical, arrogant, and completely disagreeable to me. And I'll never go out with you. Come, come, Tallulah, stop hinting. If you've got something to say, out with it. Groucho, the answer is N-O. N-O? No. No coaching. Oh, well, I don't know why I'm beating my head up against the wall talking to you. Maybe you're trying to get the shape you like. Tallulah, you're the shape I like. Well, so that's how about very it? nice of you, Groucho, but the answer is still no. Okay, let's deviate. And not with you, Buster. <laughs> I like men that are dashing, adventurers. Men who can fly a plane, ride a horse, race a car, sail a boat. That's the kind of men women want these days. What about being able to do the bunny hug? Doesn't that mean anything anymore? <laughs> The bunny hug went out with Herbert Hoover. Really? I didn't know they were engaged. <laughs> that old rascal. Oh, Groucho, you tickle me. <laughs> That's a date, Tallulah. 
Be at my place tomorrow night. We'll dance a little, we'll neck, we'll kiss. Eight o'clock, okay? All right, darling. If I'm not there, you start without me. <laughs> yeah, by the way, shall I dress? Would you like to ask another question? <laughs> Why? What have you got in mind? Would you like to ask another question? Roger, what do you want me to say? Tallulah, the secret way tonight is yes. <laughs> Anybody who says the secret way gets the jackpot. Me. Roger, that antiquated line of yours is not making any headway with me. Now, I might have fallen for it before I became a star. When I was a struggling young actress trying to meet important producers. How did you become a star, Tallulah? I stopped struggling, darling. <laughs> Completely? <laughs> well, that's an idea. I'm planning on becoming a producer. Any poor young actress in the house want to stop struggling? Any rich young actress want to start struggling? Any housewife? Any other wife? Any old clothes? I beg your pardon. This must be the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program. Go back in the closet. Oh, another one. Here I am between the devil and the deep blue sea. Good, I'll be the devil and George, you be the deep blue sea hey, What do you want, George? And the answer is yes That's politics for you It's yes for him, but Stassen for me Well, George, what's on your tall mind? I am about to sing the aria from that is Simon Bocanegra It is called, you remember, Il Lacerato Spirito Who remembers? I remember it, I remember it like I remember Mama Il lacerato spirito. Il, that means sick. Lacerato, well, you know where lucky lacerato is. And spirito. Spirito is my department. <laughs> but let's clear the stage now for an important first. Ladies and gentlemen, the aria which George Sanders is about to sing is his debut as an operatic singer. He brings us Verdi's thrilling aria, The Tortured Spirit. Meredith Darling, if you please. <laughs> Fa mia idea 
Senor Sanders, magnificent, darling, superbly done. Your rendition of that aria has left me absolutely speechless. Good. <laughs> now, just a minute, George. Don't you use those monosyllabic insults with me. You're not talking to some young, naive, 18-year-old girl. Pity. <laughs> oh, well, in spite of anything you say to me, George, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one George Sanders, and that's Monty Woolley. <laughs> Well, to me, there's only one to rule a bankhead, and that's quite enough. <laughs> well, of course, there's enough to rule a bankhead for everyone. Uh, but getting back to your singing, George, uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised that uh, we'll be hearing you soon at the Metropolitan Opera. Indeed. And I say that without fear of successful corroboration. Stranger <laughs> things have happened, George. Now, look at me. Must I? Uh, <laughs> George. When I first came up here to Broadway, I was just a little country girl from Alabama. Alabama? Where is Alabama? Alabama, my tiresome friend, happens to be the flower of the Southland. Alabama is bounded on the north by Tennessee, on the east by Georgia, on the west by Mississippi, and on the south by Florida. <laughs> Sounds as if it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Mr. Sanders, sir, how dare you? You have defiled and desecrated the hallowed land of my birth, the fair and glorious South with its gracious way of life, its traditional hospitality... It's beauty and grace, and especially, sir, you have impugned the honor of a state of which I am at once proud and humble to be a daughter. The great and magnificent sovereign state of Alabama, sir. Hear, hear. <laughs> of course, I, I, I was much more impressed with the performance of Vivian Lee. <laughs> 
darling, uh, keep in mind you're only here this week because we couldn't get a Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> oh, George, why do you have to stand there quarreling with you? I mean, you and I every, every time you come on this show. I mean, why don't you like me? But I do like you. There are a few things about you that I don't particularly care for, but uh, they're just minor details. Uh, darling, I have no minor details. <laughs> now, why don't we get together and talk about it? Now, I'm throwing a party at my house tonight after the show. Would you care to be the party? Uh, well, Miss Bankhead, I might be interested. Miss Bankhead, darling, we're going to get nowhere if you call me Miss Bankhead. Why don't you call me Tallulah, huh? I'll consider it. Uh, and, and what would you consider my calling you? Uh, you may call me Mr. Sanders. Well, now we're back in the middle of nowhere. Really? Back to Alabama again? Well, that's what I get for letting you sing on the show. That's what I get for letting everybody sing on the show. You and Groucho sing. But Tadula Bank, the only interesting voice on the show, is silenced. Meredith, come here. Yes, Captain Bly. <laughs> oh, George, you know Meredith Wilson, don't you? Only to say goodbye to. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Sanders. I'm glad to see you. I can understand that. Oh, Meredith, pay no attention to him. I'm going to sing. Pity. <laughs> How about that, Mr. Sanders? How was that? Pitiful. Now, Meredith, get back up there on the stand. I'm going to sing. Okay, men. Get ready with I'll be seeing you. No, Meredith. I'm not singing that. Oh? Oh, okay, men. Get ready with uh, you go to my head. No, Meredith. Oh, no. Miss Bankhead... You're not going to kill a new song. I'll kill whatever song. I mean, I'll sing whatever song I like. I'm going to sing Bye Bye Blackbird, and to add insult to injury, George Sanders, you introduce me. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to hear the glamorous and unpredictable voice of Tallulah Bankhead singing Bye Bye Blackbird. Meredith, if you dare. <laughs> Of all my cares, I'm old. Here I go, singing low. Bye, bye, blackbird. Where somebody waits for me, sugar sweet, and so is he. Bye, bye, blackbird. No one here can love and understand me. Always hard love stories they all had. So make my bed like the light. I'll be home late tonight. Blackbird. Bye-bye. And now I think it is time hey, for... Hey, uh, I want you to settle an argument. I don't settle them, darling. I start them. <laughs> well, start this one, then. Fred and I had to do something to keep him falling asleep while you were on. 
So, uh, we've been discussing vaudeville. Do you remember an old vaudeville act called Fink's Mules? One of them was on What's My Line last week. <laughs> Groucho, Tallulah, I think... Uh... <laughs> I think Tallulah... Well, I did every... I gave it everything I had. <laughs> I'm too young to remember the old, old days of Waterloo. Well, I'm, I'm younger than you are. I'll leave it to Tallulah. No, don't ask me. I happen to be younger than both of you put together. <laughs> Why, Why don't you two gentlemen get your fired up for yourself? <laughs> Groucho. Freddy. Do you remember all those horrible days a long ago? You and I always stopped the show in our youth when we played the loose. All the girlies would sigh, test your memory, Groucho. Freddy, do you recall when Gilda Gray did the hula hula and people had never heard of Tallulah? Totsy, life was Totsy. In the fall of days gone by, gone by. Do you remember? Yes, if you I remember, well, Groucho, you're much older than I. Vaudeville, Groucho, I remember the first time I ever went on the stage. It was an amateur night up in Boston. I got hit right between the eyes with a passe tomato. I saw ketchup stars for six months. I started with a little theater group in Chicago. Really? We were playing the student prince in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> One week business was bad in the slaughterhouse, and they butchered three of the actors. <laughs> they were hams anyhow. Gosh, some of those small-time theaters I played. Remember the Bijou in Centralia, Illinois? The Bijou, yes. It was really a delicatessen. They had three acts of audible in the window. <laughs> The guy who owned the delicatessen did an act himself, remember? Mm. He thought he was a comedian. The straight man was an old tongue he had hanging in the window there. Yes, it was always smoking. Yes. <laughs> remember that hotel in Centralia, the Elite House? Oh, God. What a racket that joint had. On the stationery, it said running water. So? The rooms had bowl and pitcher. Well, what about the running water? That was the manager's name. He was an Indian. <laughs> They had a big sign in the lobby, remember? It said, George Washington slept here. Yes, he later went with the American Tobacco Company. Uh, yes, that was over the hill when he went over the hill. He... But George Washington slept. I had a bed. I think George left his sword in the mattress. Hey, Fred, remember the Mammoth House in South Bend? That sword had no point on it. I hope you know. The Mammoth House. The ma oh, the Mammoth If you wanted a door on your room, you had to rent one from the night clerk. Yes, they held him for transom. <laughs> I don't get any laughs when I'm lovable. <laughs> yes, I remember. The house detective was cross-eyed. That's right. He was the only house detective I knew who could look through a keyhole with both eyes. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you know many house detectives? Name me any hotel in the country, and I'll tell you the house detective's first name. Well, I never met any house detectives. Fred, what kind of an actor were you? Groucho, remember that theater in Jasper, Wyoming? Jasper. Jasper was the toughest town in the West. The women wore manhole covers on their charm bracelets. That town was so tough, the sun was afraid to set it, Jasper. Really? The sun used to go 20 miles farther west and set it Laramie. <laughs> Remember that boarding house at Jasper, Mother Boone's? Yeah, Mother Boone's. She never trusted actors. No. The towels were nailed to the bathroom wall. <laughs> 
with that outdoor plumbing, the bath was two miles away. On the way from the house to the bathroom, there were six Burma shave signs. <laughs> Mother Boone was sure cheap. When you finished shaving, she'd take your lather and use it on lemon pies for meringue. <laughs> was quite a character. Give her one egg and a bicycle pump and Mother Boone could make an omelet for 16 people. <laughs> she used to make a head cheese with a live head in it. I never ate it. I can't stand anything talking to me while I'm eating it. <laughs> Remember those Western hors d'oeuvres, the old buffet and the chuck wagon there? The old buffalo fay, wasn't it? All <laughs> his brother, Olives, the old Western hors d'oeuvres, olives stuck on a cactus plant, hot lard on calf's ears, gopher in a blanket. Oh. What about Mother Boone's wildcat chowder? She used to milk the wildcat and then boil the wildcat in its own milk. <laughs> Delicious. Really? There was a big plaque. Remember, there was a big plaque in Mother Boone's dining room. Yeah. What, uh, what was that? It marked the spot where Duncan Hines fell. <laughs> he painted after the first course. Jasper, Wyoming. Yeah. I remember I missed the bus out of there. The town clock was always slow. You know, in the steeple there, buzzards used to sit on the hour hand. I played with an act in Jasper in 1910. Really? I haven't seen the act since. Hap, Duquesne, and Gurley. Oh, you remember? Say, Hap, Duquesne, Duquesne, and Gurley. Yeah. Hap used to drink a lot. Yeah. Every night he'd go out like a light. And she'd sit there and read by him. <laughs> she was always worried about Hap's drinking. She used to sneak vitamin pills in his gin. Really? He was killing himself drinking, and she was building him up. <laughs> Hap, Duquesne, and Gurley. That was some... I saw the act 20 times. I don't think they ever got a bow. That's true. Not one bow. Hap had a sacroiliac condition all his life and never knew it until he got out of show business. <laughs> Remember... <laughs> Remember some of those acts we used to work with in Vaudeville? Ned Close Norton. Yes. The best-dressed actor on the Sun-Time. Ned used to take a sleeping pill every morning. He wanted people to think he came from Philadelphia. Remember the Gorman brothers? With the boxing kangaroo? Yeah, the oh. kangaroo was punchy. The kangaroo? He had amnesia. Really? He used to forget he was a kangaroo. They'd catch him trying to sneak into the YW. <laughs> he knew the house detector there. Of course, you don't have to be a kangaroo to have that happen. You? Oh, you have had amnesia? Oh, I've been caught sneaking into the YW. Groucho. My mother lived in there. Oh. <laughs> They never gave me a chance to explain. On two different Mother's Days, I was thrown out of the YW. Say, Groucho, remember Major Tiny, the midget sword swallower? Yes, we were on the bill together in Chicago. The midget swallowed a long sword and stuck himself to the stage. <laughs> Say, remember... Remember the great Germain? He built himself the man with the cast-iron stomach. Oh, yes, the great Germain. He used to eat cement. That's right. Whatever became of him? Well, he did five shows one day in Omaha. He ate too much cement and hardened to death. <laughs> you know, they didn't bury the great Germain. They sat him up in the cemetery. He's his own tombstone. <laughs> the only tombstone I know that has a vest on it. <laughs> Think 
background. Your things weren't so bad in vaudeville. They weren't, eh? I remember one time I didn't have any money. I had to go up to Boston on a cattle train. No kidding. You rode to Boston on a cattle train? Yeah. The other passengers were nothing but cows. Yeah? When I saw the conductor coming through the train with a milk pail, I got off at New Haven. <laughs> Groucho, you have just said the mystery word and you have won the jackpot, which is a music cue. Deary, life was dreary in those vaudeville days gone by. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. Well, Groucho, you're much older than I. We have no finish. You're much older than I. Big Show with Tallulah Bankhead and an all-star cast comes to you each week at the same time. You are cordially invited to write the members of the cast, Care of Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Jimmy Wallington speaking. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. (laughs) 